1: or i go from joseph martinez to hector vialba i tried that once
2: it's <laughs> <laughs> in like I mean, two all weeks i'm saying is you once. get what you pay for
3: <laughs> this is the fantasy soccer podcast from RotoWire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports for player news, projections, DFS lineup optimizers, and more, please visit slash soccer. And now, here are Andrew Laird, Skylar Redpath, and JD Bazo. Hello,
2: and welcome back to another episode of the RotoWire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of RotoWire, joined by JD Bazo and Skylar Redpath to talk about week five of Fantasy MLS. JD, how high are you up to now on your salary?
1: Uh, I am at. One ten point one, which I feel I'm I'm starting to slip a little bit. I think almost all my midfielders lost points last week mm. or lost salary last week. I had Royer, who uh, he should have had a goal, but it was called back because of some a foul in the box. I had Rainier, Diaz, uh, Pepe saved me a little bit, but oh well. I had a good week though. I, I had eighty five points, so I think we're we're getting up towards the uh, the top hundred here. Hopefully. Oh, there you go. I needed
2: ninety nine points just to get into the top <laughs> thousand.
1: <That's laughs> who was your? Solid, though. Yeah. Who was your big like differential that you used?
2: Uh, it didn't seem like I really had anyone that different. Uh, I captained BWP, so that definitely helped. Um, yeah. But I had Iguain. Which I felt like most people did. Um, Christian Martinez got me ten. Oh, points. nice! That was a good one.
1: I should have used him instead of Ofori in my uh, my switcheroo. Yeah, I ended up setup. with him. Kyle
2: Duncan got me eleven. Uh, the Vancouver clean sheet helped out, and then I was gonna uh, toss um, Felipe Gutierrez. Decided to keep him, and then he scored again. So. Everything just uh, fell into place, other than Rudy and Zardis, the two guy. One guy I was locked in on, the other one I was ready to toss, but I ended up keeping him. And yeah, it's kind there? of a
1: kind of a reminder that playing three forwards and not having one of them in a, a switcheroo is very risky. Yes, yes. And there's not not nearly that much upside. To it. like you should always have a forward in your your switcheroo scenario. I feel like. Because, C- I mean, pretty much all your bench players should be in a switcheroo-type scenario where they could sub in. So it's right. not like you have to you have to pick, like, oh, I'm only going to use the forward in the switcheroo. It should it should pretty much be everyone. Yeah.
4: yeah I was Except kind to... of hoping I had Lawless Abubakar in there. It looked like, Andrew, I saw your team. It looked like you actually did have him coming off the bench, and that paid off for you. Um, oh, nice.
2: I don't know if I actually got him because uh, i trying to pull my team up now because he only had one point, right?
4: Right, yeah, that's where I was like, you know, I, I, when I saw your lineup, I was like, I had wished that I did that with mine, but maybe maybe I was looking at somebody else's. Yeah, I played it a Abubakar,
2: like- it, yeah, in a switcheroo. I had Abubakar, Martinez, and Gutierrez on the bench. So two of them were going to play and ended up with, uh, yeah, Gutierrez and Martinez. Yeah, that
1: worked nice. I had sought Abdul Salam on my bench, but I just couldn't get him in because uh, the I guess the defenders I had... Did pretty well so mm. or my dead spot was ended up getting filled that's what i wanted to say mm.
2: yeah skylar where are you on salary
4: i had another nice jump i'm up to 111.2 million i believe um, so again it was kind of uh keyed in on some players i knew were locked in for that price bump abubakar being one of them um but the iguain he's been getting that Max Price bump, Alfonso Davies, I had him in. And then the Gutierrez, the New York Red Bulls guys, like Connor Lade, Kyle Duncan, like guys that I just knew I was probably going to get that $500,000 increase. Um, and most of them got me points too, aside from like the cars and Davies. I think he ended up with five, so it didn't kill me. But, you know, I'm still, uh, I took a risk with Kai Kamara this week as my captain. He only got me two points. Um, well, four after the captain, but still most people had BWP or Higuain captains. So I was hoping that that might be a differential that would swing me in the right direction, but ended up distancing myself a little bit more. So I don't know. I mean, those are the risks you got to take, I guess, but ended up uh, not working in my favor this time.
2: Yeah, the only reason I was not killing myself over having Zardis is because Kamara was the one I was going to. If I didn't take Zardis, and since neither of them did that well, it was I felt like it was kind of moot to complain about it. <laughs> uh, let's jump into week five, which starts on Friday. Is this is our first Friday game of the year. I think, it might I think so. Yeah, so it we've got Toronto home against Real Salt Lake. Um, it seems like this should be the perfect time to jump all over Sebastian Javinko, but the more I work on my team, the less he's in there even though he's had some significant price drops maybe the expected price drop no matter what he does in this game is keeping me away but anyone on the Javinko train this week
4: I mean I, I would be probably a lot more if they didn't have a CONCACAF Champions League game uh, a few days later I believe they're playing Tuesday night um, in the first leg of their CONCACAF Champions League semifinals. so Feel like they might hold back a little bit. I mean, obviously we'll get to see the starting lineup before everything locks in, but I don't know. I mean, he's, it's, it's definitely a good spot for him, but just feels like you know maybe they give him sixty minutes, which even at that, then he he could probably hit a hat, hit for a hat trick in that amount of time. So, um, but it's like you're saying. I mean, there's so many games. There's so many good options this week. Like I might just avoid it just based off of the Champions League factor.
1: I'm completely with Skylar. I think the the one guy I have in my lineup right now is Aro uh, on the bench. Just he's four million, so he can't possibly decrease anymore. And um, hoping he gets a start because I know Justin Morrow looks like he's going to miss the match. Um, and and who knows who they're going to put in that lineup? It is the first one, so we'll know. But um, we we don't know who's going to be subbed off early. So that's kind of a tough one.
2: Speaking of. A four million dollar player there was a conversation on the subreddit today about whether four million is the the public floor or the full floor for players meaning like if a player has a good game at four million does he go up because he's already at the bottom or is his kind of internal value actually below four and he has to like work his way back up to four to then eventually increase do you think of that at all
4: (laughs) i have not even thought about that yet (laughs) But I, I it's something to be mindful of, I guess.
1: I don't know. My assumption is that the four is just the hard floor, but I guess it, it could be more complicated. I don't know.
2: Yeah. I don't know. Um, does no Javinko kind of take you out of anybody from Toronto? Like, does I feel like if you're not going to play Javinco because they have cha- Champions League coming up, you're probably not going to play Josie as a replacement.
1: Yeah, the the pricing is just really hard. I think Akeche is maybe somebody that I would think about at seven point four. Um, maybe Jonathan Asorio six point five, like s- someone cheap like that they could still get into the action. But I don't think I'm going anybody that's uh, that's near the top of the price range from Toronto. Okay.
4: Yeah, I think I'm in the same mind frame there. I mean, I think JD mentioned him earlier. Aro at minimum price if he starts, which you know if if uh, Vanderweel and uh, Morrow are truly like their outside backs that they're going to go with, and even if is not going to be there, then yeah, I think it's going to open up some a space for Aro in the lineup. And he's shown well from what I've seen. I mean, his point total so far isn't there, but once he starts getting some minutes under his belt, then I think people are going to start to see what he can bring to the table. Yeah, I think he's going to be
1: pretty good offensively for a, a fullback this year, so... And Vanderbilt has also been uh, been playing pretty well. He It looks like he's getting acclimated to the team, so I think he's a, a good option if he starts at 5.2 as well. Hmm. Okay. Um, anyone on the RSL side? Not really for me. I think they, they definitely have a chance, but I I don't know why you would roll the dice on them.
4: Yeah, I'm staying away over here too. It's, that's one of those, I mean, if you're playing like, if you play NBA or something, you always notice stay away from certain teams on the road, and feels like Toronto is one of those for MLS. So, <laughs> um, yeah, you I mean R- RSL? Well, yeah. I mean, Playing I at just, Toronto. You know, oh yeah, 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 gotcha. Yeah, any anybody that goes to Toronto, I just have a hard time pulling the trigger on. Even even with Toronto potentially resting some players or whatever, I mean, even their second string players, I mean, could arguably make the first team for. Several MLS teams. So, I just is probably just a situation I'm going to stay away from altogether.
1: Yeah. Not to mention RSL uh, dropped five goals uh, at <laughs> home, let alone on the road here. So, okay. I don't really trust their defense at all. Okay.
2: Fair enough. Uh, first game of Saturday, one o'clock Eastern, Orlando hosting the Red Bulls. Sasha Kletchen revenge game? Or do we have to wait until
1: they're in New Jersey for that? <laughs> <laughs> No, it, it totally could be, and I think I might be breaking news to you guys here, but I'm going to be at this game.
4: Whoa! Sweet. That'd be fun. Little little uh, spring break action, or?
1: Uh, Easter with my girlfriend's family.
4: Okay. Oh,
1: wow. like an MLS Easter. I know. I'm pretty excited. Uh, I wish that uh, Orlando is playing better, and I wish that Red Bulls probably weren't going to arrest people for for Champions League here, but... Um, Hopefully, I get to see some BWP magic.
2: Mm, all right.
1: So, or you got to take Dwyer somebody. Magic. F-
2: yeah. Might be Dwyer a Darm Dwyer. Be back. Yeah.
4: yeah.
1: Oh, that was totally off my
4: radar.
2: Dwyer is, uh, is potentially going to play. Yeah, he's training fully this week. So, Wow, that's big news. Enough to get him in your fantasy team? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody
1: playing Kledgton? I'm not, but I think he's... Decently high in my uh, rankings. I haven't finalized them yet, but he's uh, around the top ten.
4: Yeah, he's he's up there for me, and you definitely ought to be mindful of that revenge game factor. I mean, he's got he's gonna have a chip on his shoulder, based on just the way that New York kind of sent him on his way after. You know, he produced so much for him over the past several years. So, feels like they kind of did him wrong there, and um, I wouldn't be surprised to see him come out with a chip on his shoulder, have a big game here. But yeah, I'm just, man, there's so many good plays this week. And uh, I don't know. He, I, I don't think he lands in my team.
2: I'm struggling to see him in mine
4: or in pretty much anybody from
1: Orlando, even a soft spot. Yoshi. Maybe like a uh, Elmanir on defense or something, but Orlando's not going to have Scott Sutter, their captain in central defense either. So that hurts i am worried to play red bulls guys too just because of champions league so i don't know if tyler adams is going to play or be rested after tonight's game for the us mm-hmm. he looked um, awesome tonight by the way <laughs> i mean he yeah he's looked awesome for so long it's a shame i mean i think he would walk right into the world cup lineup if we were in the world cup this summer
2: yeah i don't i wouldn't uh question that is
1: is sutter out i know Specter. sutter Oh Spectre, sorry. Yeah, That's yeah. okay. Yeah, you're correct. It's Spectre. Gotcha. Um I don't know. It I don't really know what to make of this game either, but Bradley Wright Phillips has to be in consideration if he starts just because he's playing at such an unbelievable level right now. Mm-hmm. There's some definite uh
2: price rise
1: defenders
2: available for the Red Bulls. Like even yes. with, oh, yeah. even with decent performances, not even like great ones, but like, yeah, Laid, Duncan, Long, Parker, whoever starts pretty much.
1: Yeah, and Moil is uh, Moyle is definitely going to get a, a price rise as well um, after a 14-point performance in his only appearance this season, mm-hmm. and so he's not a bad guy to put in for a switcheroo. He actually, the critique with him is he doesn't really produce any offense. He just goes out there and kind of puts in the work defensively, and that's about it. But he had a really nice uh, pass to BWP for a goal, and then he had one of his own that was more of a kind of an error by Minnesota's defense-slash-goalkeeper. But it was a nicely placed shot. So I think he's a guy that you could definitely consider, like as a Christian Martinez-type alternative if you can afford him on your bench. Mm
0: -hmm.
4: Okay. All right.
1: Anything else from the Red Bulls? Nope. Nope.
4: Perfect. Yeah, I don't think so.
2: All right. Uh, Next, 3 o'clock Eastern, Columbus hosting Vancouver. Uh, Columbus should get Will Trapp and Zach Steffen back. Um, Abubakar just keeps getting price rises despite however many points he scores. It's pretty much the case with all of them. Uh, Anybody not like the crew this week? Excellent.
4: I like them. (laughs) I mean, it's – you got – I guess on the other side you got the Kai Kamara revenge coming yeah. down. Yeah. So I don't know if you want to play that angle. I'm not gonna going to, but uh, again, you got to know that he's going to be fired up here. So um, I don't know. After last week, he he uh, burned me, so I'm probably am st- staying away from him. Ryan. <laughs> I uh, I don't think I'm gonna
1: completely load up on Columbus this this week. Really? Um. I. Yeah. I. Iguain's in my lineup right now, but Vancouver, on the road, I think they're going to play very defensive. They did that against Houston. They did that against Atlanta. Uh, It worked in one of those places. It did not work in the other place, Mm -hmm. but... um, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm not going to play any attacking players from Vancouver either, that's for sure. But I feel like the, the Columbus defenders are just far too too expensive for my lineup needs right now. Right now I have one of them. And uh, then Higuain, and that's about it. I think there's much better options than Zardis this week just because of how defensive uh, Vancouver going to play. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, I think Higuain makes my lineup. Yeah. Um... Maybe a defensive option. I mean, I might have a Bubacar tag along just because I, I think he's probably still going to get another max price increase here. 6.5, it's not going to break your lineup. So um, that might be it for me as far as a go. I mean, definitely Pedro Santos looked sharp. Um, Christian Martinez, you mentioned him, Andrew. He looked really good. So either of those guys, I mean, yeah, and then you've got Zardes. Like, either of those guys are potential breakout candidates. Um, but just with everybody else on the board this week, I feel like Igwine's the one that makes the cut for me, and then the rest are just... Cut. <laughs> yeah, the... ...consideration. They're probably not... What were you saying, J.D.? I was going to say,
1: even Higuain, even Igwine concerns me a little bit because he didn't even go up the maximum price last week. He's getting into that range where... He needs to really score a ton of points to continue to go up. And uh, a bad game might actually cause him to go down a little bit just because I feel like the, the force of the high price is really pulling him down uh, in terms of the, the price rise or drop. Um, the further you get away from kind of the, the middle ground here, the harder it tries to pull you back. Mm-hmm. Um, and also I think the way Vancouver play, they, they can be solid down the middle of their – their midfield and especially their defense with Waston back this week. So I, I don't know. He's in my lineup, but I'm not feeling as confident as I usually do about Igwayan this week.
2: Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, the other three o'clock Eastern game is the first LA Derby. Do we call it Derby in MLS? That throws me off now.
1: Well, this is apparently called El Trafico. Oh, of course.
2: of course. Um, <laughs> I see no reason to play anybody from LA, even if Zlatan starts. My favorite part of the whole Ibrahimovic thing is that he's arriving on Thursday, and they're like, "Yeah, he can play Saturday." It's like, okay, he hasn't played since December. He's thirty-six. Zlatan. Do you have
4: him? Zlatan. That's like Superman coming into the league. You gonna play him if he starts? No, nah, I'm. I'll, I'll play <laughs> the guys on the other side of the field. I'll let. That's I'll what let I was Acclimated to his new team while I've got. While I'm poaching goals from. Vela and Rossi. Yeah. I think the real
2: question is how deep can you go with LAFC, JD?
1: I wouldn't go too far down the list. Really? Yeah. I I don't know. I'm still not completely convinced that they're defensively sound. I think they probably are, are average for the league. Um, I think uh, if you want to get two of Rossi, Vela Failhober, I think that's too much. Um, I think just going with one is fine. If you really want to get like Laurent Simon for 6.5 million in defense, I think that's okay. Um, I think Beta maybe
2: defensive play. Really? Well, he's averaging 11 points through two games and his salary is six. Like, I think he's in a Abubakar guarantee price rise.
1: Yeah, I think Saman in the long haul is going to get more points just because he's a central defender. He's going to get far more bonus points, and he's averaging $9 million, so it's not like he's going to go down in price. He's probably going to get a, a max increase as well.
4: Wait, who did you say, Andrew? I didn't hear. Betashore. Oh, Beta Shore. okay. Skyler's
1: going to say Moutinho, and yeah. we're all going to be on different pages.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought, halfway thought about Mutinho, but I'm probably not playing him in this spot. Yeah. Um, yeah,
1: and Miller and Goal I think is fine too because uh the Galaxy came out last week in Vancouver played as pretty much as defensive of a lineup as you could get and they hardly generated any attack. Um if they do that again against a more dangerous attacking team, then I think similar results could happen.
2: Yeah. Oh, look, come I on back really... though.
1: Yeah, and I don't see them doing that at home, especially like if Zlatan's on the bench and they're like, oh, here's how we're going to play. He's just going to shake his head and probably leave and go back <laughs> to Europe. But um, I don't. you never know with, with L.A. how they're going to line up. I thought that was a pretty good move by Siggy Schmidt last week, and we'll see what he does this week. All right. Skyler, how heavy are you going in this game?
4: Uh, I think I'm definitely like everybody else probably is trying to decide if I want both Vela and Rossi on my team. Yeah. Um, that's a game time call for me, but I mean, they, they just look so good right now they're clicking and I mean, they're just, they're studs. I don't know what else to say. I mean, they're both going to get, um, price increases. Yeah. I mean, that's, I guess that's a good chunkier salary right there, though. 20, 20.7 20. million for the two of them combined. I mean, I don't, I don't think me and JD have too much to worry about there, but oh. if you're struck, if you're, if you're hurting <laughs> on funds, then I had a,
1: I had a tough time squeezing my lineup together this week, to be honest. I wish I had another, uh, I don't know, like four or five million. Like some of these, some people I feel like have to be close to 120. Um, yeah, the highest I've seen was 118.1. Yeah. So that it's interesting as the season goes on how we're going to have teams with like a ton of salary because that's what they focused on, but they need to make up points really fast. I right. mean, some people are already, they might have a ton of salary cap, but they're already 90 to 100 points behind, and it's only a, what, a 17? 17, 17 eight, yeah. 17 weeks. So that's going to be interesting. I feel like I have a, a balance, but I I wish I was... I had both, but this game, I'm just playing Carlos Vela. I mean, why? I don't think we need to double down. There's plenty of other great options. We'll get to Vela was the first guy in my lineup. It was just, I'm not sure if I'm going any deeper
2: than that, but he was the guy, like if you were saying, if you're choosing between, or, you know, if you're thinking of two of Rossi Vela and Failhopper, hopper, like Vela is absolutely one for me. For sure. All right. Um, Moving on to 6 o'clock Eastern, Chicago hosting the Timbers. Uh, I don't know what to make of either of these teams. Um, it seems like they're just so hit or miss. Chicago, much better at home where they'll be. And Portland, i still not sure if they're good. They they get David Guzman back uh, from international duty, but they just haven't really clicked yet as their own team. Um, so, J.D., where do you, where does Nikolic
1: fall for you? I think he falls just outside my lineup. Yeah. There's just a, a few guys I like a little bit better. Um, but yeah, I think he has a, a pretty good matchup this week. It'll be interesting to see if Portland start Liam Ridgewell after they kind of left him in Portland last week. And it worked out pretty good. They got a 1-1 a draw at Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, they started Bill Twioma. Um, and he is fast for a central defender. Let's put it that way. And Ridgewell has been lazy and slow. Um, It sounds like they might put Ridgewell back in right away, give him a chance to prove himself, and that would be fantastic for Nikolic.
2: (laughs) Okay. Skyler, how do you look at this one?
4: Yeah, I'm with JD. I think Nikolic probably won't make my lineup, but one guy that could is Alexander Katai. I'm still on that um, bandwagon. I mean, he didn't have a great game. In his follow up to his debut, which, uh, you know, his debut, he scored a goal, hit 11 points, um, came back and only played 73 minutes against Minnesota in the next game, which looked like a tasty matchup for him, but only finished with four points there. Uh, But I think he's back in play. And I think he's probably another guy that's probably going to get a price bump. Um, So nine point five million at home. I like it. Would you like it without the price bump? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, oh, okay. I, that's part of it. Just the, the combination. Like I, I feel like maybe after that four point performance, uh, some people are going to shy away from him a little bit, which is fine. I mean, you know, I don't think he jumps off as like the best midfielder on the board, but I think he, he could easily be up there. Um, end of the week as one of the highest scoring midfielders. So, mm. um, he's, he's pretty high up there on my radar this week
1: yeah plus schweinsteiger didn't play in that last game and he's back he just had a, a child so maybe there's a little extra motivation there um in terms of trying to get a goal assist whatever so i i think i'm a little lower on the chicago guys and Skyler, but i still like them overall
2: i assume it's still not valeri time
4: yeah probably not <laughs> yeah probably not until i don't know minnesota at home or who's who's minnesota this year uh,
1: yeah. Well, they um Portland has what five or six games to start the year on the road. So once he gets back home, I will. I'll certainly consider Valeri a little more. Just hope the price keeps dropping until he gets back home. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. The thing with these okay. price change guys is like uh, they go down, down, down. Like Javinko Valeri, they have one big game, and then we can pick pick them because it'll at least probably be like a neutral price rise right. if they have a an okay game right but i think the the key is to jump on board after a big week okay
2: okay um next game is eight o'clock eastern san jose hosting new york city fc david v is back in training this week sounds like or he's going to travel for the match um we still don't know if he's going to play but that I feel like changes a lot of things, even though New York city have been able to score pretty well without him. But, uh, San Jose, we were all on a few of the guys early on because they had the huge week one. And so they got their price increases, Hosen, Erickson, Vaco. Uh, I think those were the main three. Um, you guys going beyond that Wando, I can't imagine Wando comes in had a Nikolic, who just missed the cut this week. So anybody from San Jose?
1: I think Vaca's worth a look. He's just scored an unbelievable goal over international play. If anyone hasn't seen it, I think it's currently on the MLSsoccer.com homepage. I don't know if it will be when you listen to this, but, but check it out. It's very good. He plays for the country of Georgia. Um, I don't think we go too much deeper than that. To be honest, New York City is one of the the best teams, even though they're on the road, going uh, across the country. I think it's going to be a pretty tightly contested match.
4: Hmm. Yeah, Vaca, Vaca goal was was uh, really sweet. I guess I'm just a little hesitant with him coming back off the inter, international break. You think he gets a full run of minutes here, or you think they're gonna hold him off? I mean, I'm just I guess I'm a little hesitant on that. I think he's gonna. I mean, he's if he hits the field, he's guaranteed for a max price bump, I think. Yeah. It's because he's had such a good start to the season, but I guess, I don't know. I mean, obviously, with the rolling transfers, it doesn't quite matter as much if you take a shot with him and then you just have to scramble if you realize he's not starting. Um, But, yeah, he's probably the only player I've got my eye on. Maybe maybe Hosen, Wando, too much of a differential, but uh, I like Hosen since he's starting in the midfield. Yeah, there's just uh, this game is kind of one where I, I like a lot of the players,
1: but considering the matchup is tough for both sides, um, there's just better options out there this weekend.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Would you play Vf starts?
1: I mean, I'd consider him, but probably not. I like the the forwards I have in my lineup that we haven't talked about two of them yet. So okay, and yeah, what about? I
4: see one one definite forward that's in, and then the rest I just. I don't know. Via's up there. Um, Via or Nikolic? Via for me. Oh, for me, it'd be Nikolic.
1: Mm.
2: I'm surprised uh, Skyler went with the road player, too.
4: Uh, I mean, San Jose haven't looked great in the back. Um, I feel like New York... Portland have looked
1: the worst in the back.
4: That's true. I mean, it's close. You know, it's not like it was... uh, Snap answer. Well, I guess it was a snap (laughs) answer, but it it was closer than the the snap answer might have indicated. But, you know, I mean, it feels like New York's attack is clicking, maybe a little bit more so than Chicago's, but. Yeah, when V is out of the lineup. Yeah, with and without V.
2: Any defenders in this game? if you're not expecting a lot of goals?
1: Or is it
4: just, Tenor,
2: just enough goals? Holmes probably
1: in? back. Yeah. So um, even though Saad Abdul-Salam was doing quite well in his absence, but I'm going to pass on defenders in this one. I think the, the New York guys are a little bit of expensive for a play on the road, and the San Jose guys, I, I'm not really that confident in them keeping a clean sheet. Right.
4: Okay. Yeah, same. I'm, I'm staying away from the defensive options here. I've got my eye on... Three guys, I think, that are probably locked in, and none of them come from this game.
5: Yeah. Makes sense. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When you're looking for a credit card, get one that wins awards. The U.S. Bank Visa Platinum card is NerdWallet's 2021 Best of Awards winner for Best 0% Intro APR and Balance Transfer credit card. It provides a great way to pay for large purchases over time, as well as consolidating other card balances. And speaking of award winners, the U.S. Bank Altitude Go Visa Signature Card is NerdWallet's 2021 Best Credit Card for Dining Out or Ordering In. Earn four times points on takeout, food delivery, and dining. Get two times points at gas stations, grocery stores, and on streaming. If you're into cash back or travel rewards, U.S. Bank has credit cards that feature those benefits, too. Check out their full suite of credit cards at usbank.com slash credit card. The creditor and issuer of these cards is U.S. Bank National Association, pursuant to a license from VCUSA, Inc., and the cards are available to United States residents only. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC.
2: Um, <clears throat> I'm going to guess one of JD's forwards is in this next game, 830 Eastern Houston, home against New England. Am I right? You're correct. Is it T.O. Bunbury?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just don't see any reason not to use Albert A. Yeah. Um, there, there's better options that have been more consistent over the past, like, two years, but he has looked unstoppable so far. Um, maybe you go Maru Minotis as a, a cheaper option. He's only 8.6, and if, I think New England are pretty susceptible defensively, so that saves you 1.9 million, but, um, no, a is just guaranteed for another price rise, and I think the way New England play, he is... He's going to handle them pretty easily.
2: Would you would you rather play Elise and Minotis or Vela and Rossi?
1: Uh, probably Vela and Rossi. Okay, but it's not as uh it's not as much of a runaway as I think some people would would say. Okay, that's fair. How about let's just talk about the New England game last week for yeah. for a quick second. Uh, they. <laughs> I don't, what possession did they end up on? Do we know? Because it was like 30% for a while, even though they were at home. Um, And even though the game was pretty close the whole time. Let me I'm look it up that, right now. Yeah,
4: Yeah, they were about that high-press life. I mean, yeah, that they was, were. That was something I haven't really seen. They came in them, at
1: maybe. 29%. So they finished at 29.3% possession. Yeah. And they were only... They were leading for less than a combined uh, half of soccer, I think. Yep. Yeah, or it's, it's right like, around
4: it. Seemed like that frenetic style worked for the first half, and then they just ran out of gas. Yeah, I mean, I that's agree. how it how it appeared to me. Like, I actually enjoyed watching it and and seeing, you know, what are they going to do here? And it seemed like it worked for the first half, but you you had to know when you were watching it, like they can't keep this up throughout the course of the match
1: the match and the season especially since new york was missing like two of its best players right and they right. still they still found a way to kind of break everything down i mean they had they had people who were playing their first start with the team completely so
2: i'll, I'll i will say that most of that new york city possession was in their
1: own half yeah definitely but like the fact that they could do that and new york didn't really threat or new england didn't really threaten all that much is kind of troublesome. Yeah. If they're gonna base their whole approach off the press. Um, I, I guess it was kind of fun to watch. I don't know. Maybe it'll get more than like ten people in the stadium for New England.
4: <laughs> yeah, I was excited when I looked at the schedule and saw that Houston was or they're on the road to Houston their next game. Like if if they try to play that style again, then yeah, I think a guy like Albert Elise I mean, he's he's a stone cold lock for me this week. Like he's gonna tear new New England apart. Yeah, the,
1: it's weird because New England's going to have to possess the ball more. Houston just can't possess the ball that much. Like, Senderos isn't going to be able to deal with the press out of the back. Um, and I don't think Houston's midfield is as well-equipped as New York's. But I think it's going to be more back and forth than it was in New England. And I'm I'm pretty curious to see how, how that plays out. But, I mean, at least I think it doesn't really matter how the game plays out. He's going to be all right. Do you go beyond him at all? I had, uh, I had a tough time with Tomas Martinez in my rankings. I think he's going to miss my top twenty, but um, which is weird because I really don't like the the revolution in this match. But um, the the press is interesting. We'll put it that way.
4: Yeah, I might consider Sights maybe. Yeah, maybe <laughs> As mm-hmm. like a a goal, Maybe the tail end of a goalkeeper or the keeperoo. I guess is what. All the cool kids call it now.
1: Yeah, I'm struggling to even get a keeper this week.
4: Really? So the I, early game, let's see the early game that we'll probably want to hit is, I mean, if you go Toronto, then you're probably gonna be paying premium. That's my
1: problem. I don't have enough salary, so I might gamble on, which is goes completely against everything I. I stand for in the fantasy game this year, but I might just gamble on one one keeper.
2: I think. Nah, you, gotta, you
4: gotta. I think you're missing a keeper. big one. Yeah. Well, I think Zach Stefan is uh, Stefan gonna be back? He should be. Okay, so I mean, he's seven mil. It's just so hard to roll with a keeper in that bench spot. If he ends up with like a point or two, and then you've got seven million just rotting on your back. yeah. We'll we'll
1: touch on the keeper when I get to him. I guess that I'm using. I was gonna say we'll move to the next game because
2: this should be a keeper you're using. Sporting Kansas City home against D- D.C. United, Tim Melia seems like the perfect bench goalkeeper. Yeah, he's my only one right now. Oh, okay, yeah. I think, I mean, at 4.4,
4: you're not going to get if, much cheaper than that. Home against D.C., I mean, D.C. would look good. Um, yeah, but if he's the bench keeper, though, then who then who are you going to throw in if he's not doing well? I guess Fryer or Whoever is playing Minnesota United.
1: Guzan.
2: Yeah. Guzan's expensive too. Yeah, but but if Melia has a good game, then you can get rid of Guzan and get somebody else from any of the other games. Yeah, I might have so to downgrade. Maybe, I might have to
4: be going go ahead. on at the same time. Uh, just, right, you have, we'll you have, you have the Seattle.
2: That. Seattle and Montreal is pretty much the only game, and it's you have to make that decision before sporting is final, or you grab somebody from Atlanta.
1: Yeah, okay I figured it out. If I need to go Guzan, I uh I can downgrade right now I have Sal Zizo at four point five because I think he might play instead of Escobar. I downgrade him to four million, then I can afford Guzan. Or I go from Josef Martinez to Hector Vialba. I tried that once. <laughs> <laughs>
0: In like mean, two all weeks I'm saying is, once. you get what you pay for.
2: <laughs> but anyway, Sporting Kansas City home against DC United. Uh, it seems like the time to go load up on Icapara and yeah, Mulia, Zuzi.
1: It does, any- but the uh, the price drop is just gonna kill me. I think.
4: Yeah, yeah, I'm still sicking with the guys like Gutierrez, Johnny Russell.
1: Yeah, Gutierrez I mean. for sure. I have yeah. four KC guys. I have Gutierrez, Opara, Zusi, and Melia. That's exactly but, who I have, which is outrageous
2: but, when you really think about it.
1: the The other thing is Opara is now gotten pretty low. He only lost two hundred thousand last week. Yeah. So, with an average performance this week, I don't think he necessarily drops that much more. I agree, because he he's already come back down. Yeah. But he's also probably not going to rise five hundred thousand. Maybe not that Mil- much. Yeah, Meili is not going to do that either. Um, I don't think he can really drop any further. Yep. Maybe a, l- a little bit, obviously, but I don't think much. So uh, it's it's tough because if you pick them, you need them to get a clean sheet. Yeah, you do. And DC and Matt, is Maddox out potentially? I haven't uh, seen. I haven't seen anything on him. I think he exited the game early last week.
2: Uh, he went, yeah, halftime.
1: Yeah. I think they said he was limping coming out of the locker room a little bit. Mm. Okay. I didn't watch that game. Full disclosure. Okay. Um, how much
2: does that affect your decision? If Maddox is out. Yeah. Well, it helps. Sure. Oh, sure. But, but like I'm saying like how, what's the difference in your mind? Um, like, do you not play four Kansas City guys because Darren Maddox is starting?
1: The only the, okay, so the reason if Maddox was healthy and starting, I might not play two Kansas City defenders because yep. I, I really do think Iko Parra is uh, very exploitable with speed right now this season. Okay, he looks he looks slow and he looks indecisive, and both of those things uh, Maddox could really take advantage of. Yep, and also the rest of DC United's uh, wingers and attackers. To be honest, um, man, I Sporting Kansas City have looked so bad in defense. That I'm, yeah, they have. I'm, <laughs> to get, I'm really starting to get nervous about this. I might, I might back out of Opara or something. I don't know.
4: Yeah, I don't know though. I went back and and I watched some of the some of the game. I didn't watch the game in full, but um, I I caught the beginning of it. I saw where Colorado uh, put up two goals on them. I think, in the first eight minutes. But then after that, they didn't get off another shot on goal. So maybe that was the wake-up call. I mean, you got to know that they've been getting uh, flack about just how bad they've started the season. then after giving up two goals like that, just kind of piling it on, and maybe something clicked, and they, you know, at at least for that, whatever, 80, 82 minutes, got it it together. Yeah.
1: Jack Price also rang that free kick off the crossbar. It could have been...
4: yeah, there are definitely some chances there, but
1: I think they hit another post. I I could be wrong, but I feel like Colorado still was um they were doing all right. I don't think Kansas City like completely shut it down, and it's also Colorado, so <laughs>
4: It's true, and this is DC.
1: Yeah, but DC's probably been uh I trust them more offensively than Colorado right now.
4: Hmm. I just I, I like too many of sporting Kansas City's attacking options I don't know I, Wait, I want it. are you I not want...
1: using are you not using Atlanta or are you not using Iguain? like how are you fitting these multiple Kansas City attackers in
4: that's what I'm trying to figure out right now I, I want I know Gutierrez is locked in but I want Russell exposure I want I mean Shaloy is a, a price mover I think he's gonna get another price bump uh, I don't know I mean I think Gutierrez is a lock and Russell is like right there in the bubble. Um, and then, yeah, I'm probably going to have Zusi. uh beyond that. I just, I don't know where I'm going to go with there with Sporting Kansas City. But yeah, I mean, I, I do like Atlanta this week. Um, I don't know. I mean, like. Who, who are you thinking from Atlanta? Al Marone, obviously, uh, Joseph Martinez. but
1: Yeah, both both of them are in my lineup, and I hope that all of the the home drones do not have him because <laughs> yeah, <there's> like,
2: they're <laughs> on the road.
1: Game? No, it's the
4: last game it's of the, the slate. It's the last game, that's why. Ah, okay.
2: Yeah, we'll get there in a minute.
4: We'll get Is there. The, uh, and the schedule must be a little off on the MLS Fantasy site because it's got that game wedged in between – like the San Jose and Chicago San Jose, New York and the Chicago Portland game, but uh, a, well, you have a to,
2: schedule on that site. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you have to check the Rotowire
1: page, yeah. especially once Andrew gets the the dashboard up. Yeah, what well, I've,
4: yeah.
1: <laughs> I've been clamoring for let's get it. It's gonna revolutionize the uh, the fantasy MLS experience. Yeah.
2: I don't even see that game on the week five schedule, actually. Where is Yeah. <laughs> oh there it is you're right yeah no that's that's wrong yeah eight o'clock saturday well that
4: yeah i mean that that actually see that's the kind of thing with this rolling lock like you have to be aware of when certain teams are playing so that's gonna be that's a little misleading there
2: unless i'm
1: wrong now now i'm yeah that we might have to delete this part of the podcast yeah we will yeah
2: (laughs) oh now it's saying saturday at eight i wonder if it moved Wonder why we would have that as Sunday at two. Hmm. All right. So that kills the Guzan goalkeeper switcheroo.
4: See, yeah, that's where I was getting thrown off earlier. We we're yeah, trying to my fault. Trying to talk through it. My fault.
2: Alright, well then yeah, let's talk about Atlanta.
4: <laughs> All right. Don't use the road <laughs> away
2: lineup Yeah, <laughs> I apologize. Yeah. We'll get that fixed. I wonder who we get that from. Um so Marone and Joseph Martinez, JD, you said were in your lineup.
1: Um, oh definitely okay they played in the snow last year in minnesota and destroyed them yeah they did that
2: was a great game wasn't that one of the (laughs) first games? was that the first minnesota it was one of the first
1: games they had the orange ball i think martinez had a hat trick it was it was crazy yeah that was fun and i i honestly think minnesota might not be much better roster wise than they were uh Last year at that time. At least for this game. They're going to be better overall this year, but uh, I don't know. They're yeah. struggling to fill the, the boots in the lineup of spots.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, do you like Almiron more than uh, uh
1: Slightly, I think. Okay.
4: Skyler? I think I'm leaning the other way slightly. Think I like Igwine a little more at home. I don't know. Minnesota has been a tricky team to read this season. Um, Atlanta. Not really. Run. They suck. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're but they they're getting results, and I don't know. I mean, Atlanta too. Like that first game of the season makes me hesitate about them a little bit, but then they got it back together. I don't know. I mean, I like uh, Al Marone and Joseph Martinez pretty much any slate. But honestly could maybe see my my team without one or both of them this week.
1: Skylar, do you want to guess who has allowed the most shots in Major League Soccer? (laughs) Uh, Minnesota. Yeah, do you want to guess how far they are ahead? Let's hear it. Well, they're 12 ahead of Vancouver. They've allowed 70 shots uh, through four games. Hmm which is an average of 17 and a half. So actually LAFC have allowed more on a per game average, but they've only played twice. Correct.
4: Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that's a bad play at all. I'm just, I don't know. I'm just trying, trying to help easier. you. I know.
1: I know you're, you're pretty far down the standings. I'm just trying to help you out. Oh, uh, wow.
4: All right. Give me a little motivation. <laughs> <here. laughs> I'm back out from my hole. Um, no they're both good plays um i guess i'm just I've, I've said it already there's so many good plays this week like it, there's gonna be several calls like that that i'm gonna have to make and i'm, I'm gonna end up leaving some guys out that i really want in my lineup
2: mm-hmm.
4: right now almarone and, Mo, and martinez are are right there on the bubble for me hmm.
1: i think i boot Elise before i booted martinez he might be Martinez might be my my first lock, even more than Vela.
4: Wow. Okay. Uh, a little little sneak peek into your number one overall forward this week. Yeah, well, I
1: didn't. I was going through the games to do my rankings, and I didn't get to the Minnesota Atlanta game. So currently, <laughs> currently, Vella is my first ranked forward until I get to the the Atlanta game, and then I need to truly decide. But mm-hmm. for podcast purposes, I think martinez is ahead by a little bit all right i like it. anybody else in that game i mean vialba if you don't have enough money for martinez yeah i think nagby is also somebody if you are loaded with money and you want to get really fancy with your switcheroo nagby 7.9 yeah But, I mean, uh, I hope the Ethan Finley truthers are putting him in the lineup. (laughs) I mean, come on. He's at home. He's against a team that's been allowing a lot of goals. Not a lot, but enough. Yeah.
4: I wish uh, Mears wouldn't hurt. I think Mears is out of action, but this is a semi-revenge game for him. Sure is. He's actually looked all right, too. It's (laughs) not a revenge game if he was lucky to get paid by somebody.
2: (laughs) He
1: played a little bit. You know, he was good in uh, Atlanta, actually. Yeah. I think he's... Did you say nursing an injury? Because that's correct. Yeah. Hamstring. Yep. Yep.
2: Yep. Um, For full disclosure, this game was originally scheduled for Sunday, but season ticket holders complained because it's Easter, and so they moved it.
1: I vaguely recall seeing that.
2: Mm. I didn't at all, so we'll get that updated. Um, Now I'm all thrown off. Let's see. 9 o'clock Eastern philadelphia at color or colorado. Yeah, at colorado excuse me um <clears throat> if he seems like i haven't we haven't talked about philly in like a month and a half but um who's the first guy you go to in this game or do you ignore it completely
4: uh it's hard to ignore completely after sporting kansas city you know they went down too early, but they came back and scored two goals to tie it up. They were peppering Howard throughout the game. So I think Philly's in play here. Um, First play that I jumped to, I mean, I want to jump on uh, the when he's, when he's uh, in full swing. I just, we haven't seen it yet. So, and I also want to hit a calm when he finally has that big breakthrough for the union. So, I don't know if there's anybody that I can just pinpoint and say that that's my guy from from the union this week, but I do think they're in a decent spot. Just don't know for fantasy purposes who I want to roll with. Yeah.
1: Yeah, if I had to take anyone in this game, um, I guess practically speaking, so if we're thinking about price rises and everything, um, first I think I'd go Colorado defense just because I think they have a, a decent chance at a clean sheet. I think Anthony Hudson has a lot of good ideas and the the team just needs a little more um a little more coaching, a little more seasoning and time. But I think they they're going to get it right eventually and this might be a good good first clean sheet for them against Philadelphia. I don't hate Philly's matchup, but that would just be the first place I go. Second place is Philadelphia defense because they have a high average and even if they they do poorly, they're probably going to rise in price. So, yeah. But I attack for both of these teams, I mean I why? Why would <laughs> not that they're gonna do poorly, but they they're not gonna get a price rise unless they have a big game. Right. And it's just it's up in the air. Philly uh at altitude in Colorado, I I don't know. Yeah, I don't I didn't
2: think at all of like, oh, let me click over to Philly and make sure I have somebody from Philly, even though even against uh Colorado, but...
1: Yeah, like, maybe a, a Joe Mason or Dominique Abadji is your third forward. They're both under $8 million. Mm-hmm. Um, But I would certainly be, be putting them on a bench spot, not in my starting lineup. Right. Right. You feel the same way, Skyler?
4: I don't know if I want anybody on my bench that late in the week, but, I mean, they're those guys are both good plays. I'm interested to see when... Uh, Yannick Boli gets in the mix for the Rapids attack, but yeah, I mean, it was good to see Joe Mason score in his MLS debut, and Baji was active. Um, He scored that early goal, and I think he had seemed like a point blank header that he was like an inch off. Um, Yep, he bodged it. Yep, could have had. He he (laughs) bodged it. He could have had two, but um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just too many good forwards this week. I'm not gonna not going to mess with even trying to think that I'm going to take any of these guys. <laughs> All right, fair enough. I like it. Uh,
2: any goalkeeper love in this game? More Blake, I assume, than Howard?
4: I don't know. Howard looked really good. I mean, aside from the two goals he let up, he kept <laughs> Rap- he, he, he kept the Rapids in the game. And the, the two goals he let up, I mean, you can't really fault them there, like point-blank range almost. Well, uh, Gutierrez wasn't, but... I um, Sounds like he a lot made of some expensive. really good saves, though. It was good, Timmy.
1: And he was—he uh, was pretty upset at his defense, so he might be motivating them this week to really step it up.
4: Hmm. All right. If you want to believe yeah, it, I'd, I'd go, go Howard ahead. before I, before I touch Blake in this spot. Okay. Uh, Blake's seven million. Yeah, he is. It's crazy.
2: Yeah. Uh, final game of the game week is Seattle home against Montreal. Uh Dempsey's back I believe. Is that right?
1: No, Dempsey's out. One more? I think yeah.
2: Okay. Well, um, he hasn't
1: he hasn't played since he ball yeah. tapped that guy. Yeah.
2: Um so you've got a banged up Ladero if he plays, but he might not. Um got Wolf. He is a guy. <laughs> <laughs> How much do you ball. like Seattle at home against Montreal with these absences?
1: toss up.
4: Like what's the what's the word on Ladera? I haven't really. I've seen that he's back in training, but I mean, is he? Are we confident that he's going to be in the lineup or what?
1: He's at least in the eighteen. It sounds like, and I think he's probably a, a coin flip to play.
4: Right. Yeah. So I mean, without, in the
1: starting lineup that is
4: without Dempsey and without. Uh, Morris without Will Bruin, like, where is Seattle's attack going to run? Bruin
1: Bruin might be back. He's finishing concussion protocol, so he's probably going to play.
4: Oh, okay. I I mean, I still like the Sounders' options, especially if Ladero's in there. Like, Montreal at home is a good game for them. It's a good matchup for them. But uh, I don't know if I want to leave it that late on somebody that's questionable. Um, Wolf is a guy that I like a lot, but the, the midfield's just so congested this week. I don't know. I don't think I'm going to end up with any of those guys. Yeah, I'm I'm staying away from
1: Seattle because Montreal's been pretty good in defenses here, Mm -hmm. Um, which is surprising. And once they get – they added another guy at center back, um, Rudy Camacho. Mm -hmm. And I think that – I don't know if he's going to start or not, but I think they're going to be okay – until uh, everyone gets up to speed there. So Montreal's been a, a very pleasant surprise. I think Remy Gard is is doing a great job there. There's a lot of new exciting coaches in the league this year. Not a lot, but the ones that have come in have been good. So do you look for any Montreal play? I
2: mean, Piotti's uh, obviously the one you go to first, but
1: tighter. And... Lovitz would be a guy I think you could think about if Ladero's out. Mm-hmm. But we don't know until the last game, so that's yeah. tough.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I think Lovitz is one that if you're playing the the price rise game, he's a guy that's been getting that $500,000 max increase every week, so I think he's probably in, in position to do that again this week if you want to just stick him in your lineup just to ensure you're getting that 500k. I hate that we have to do that. He's, <laughs> he's also playing, you know. Yeah, he's
1: also 6 million on the road at Seattle, so
4: yeah, I don't you think you even I'm... have them sitting on your bench and you're just thinking, yeah. I don't know. I mean, there's, there are other players that are probably similar that might have a better matchup, but I just, I'm trying to throw some of those guys in the mix here.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep.
4: I think uh, if you really need a, a cheap defender, Patrasso, Michael Patrasso
1: is 4.5. He hasn't had a price rise or decrease yet, which is weird considering he's played three games. That is weird. Um, but he's probably not going to go down that much, given that he's he's built up a little bit of a, an average performance base. So clean sheet, and he goes up. Mm-hmm. He's been good. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Anything else in this game?
1: Uh, not really.
2: I got nothing no. else. Anything yeah, else on not. the game week?
1: There's like, a there's a lot of games. We had a lot yeah. of, of things to kind of breeze by, and not enough time for a uh, a ton of in depth discussion. But I think uh, I don't know. I really I stacked my team, and I suggest other people do the same and just try and find some value plays as lineups come out.
4: We are gonna throw out captain picks here, guaranteed goals, anything like that.
1: <laughs> Skyler really wants to start the guaranteed he really goals. Does,
0: yeah,
4: I think I'm gonna roll with. Uh, Elise on both that might be a cop-out but he's uh, I feel like he's locked in for me um, captain and uh, he's going to score a goal so
1: wow I'm I think I'm going Joseph Martinez guarantee goal and captain because when he gets a hat trick I want to have him and I think this is a really good opportunity for him to get a hat trick did he have one in that
2: in that snow game
1: or I, only two. I really think he did, but that's just—it's so long ago. I'm sure they, I don't remember.
4: Yeah, they had seven or eight goals. That he probably. Did. <laughs> yeah, I, I would put. I would guess that he probably did. Oh, I can't
1: wait for the road dro- or the home drones to not take the Atlanta guys. See, he did have
2: three. He had three on three shots. I'm trying to see who Al Almarone two goals and an assist.
1: Um. You could tell me that Martinez would only take two shots in this game, and I still would pick him in my lineup. You would assume both went in? Yeah. I'd assume at least one did, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense.
2: I have Carlos Vela, is Vela the Vela other guy. Right now. Oh, good. I was saying I have Carlos Vela captain right now, but I have Elise and Martinez on my team.
1: Yeah. Vela is the other guy I'm really thinking about. And um, this is – so this is a week where I am both maybe forgoing my – my two goalkeeper rule, mm-hmm. and also I'm starting all three forwards to begin with. I'm not, yeah, kind of putting one on the bench to be safe, just because I need to. I need to hit on a, a cheap defender, or midfielder group to to make the the whole team work with the switcheroo. Um, I'm counting on the forwards to to really pull through. RO starting would
2: be really helpful.
1: I, any value I see, like as we go along on saturday i'm gonna use it because i don't want to to gamble on having to to kind of fall into something or count on someone starting later on in the day
2: yeah yeah i'm starting to feel that way
1: like red bulls and toronto could both start cheap people that um that would be good for both a price rise and for point scoring
2: Mhm. Mhm. you see yourself going three
1: forwards skylar
4: yeah, I'm I'm actually a little bit surprised that you guys aren't as high as uh, I am. It seems like on Rossi, like, I, I get the Vela love, and I feel like he's the guy from LAFC, but it feels like Rossi's just been too phenomenal to just ignore completely. So if I'm going Elise, I'm going Vela, then, you know, if, if JD's saying he's got Joseph Martinez locked in, like, where's Rossi in, this, in the mix here?
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, on your team, I guess, but not mine. <laughs> uh I, I mean is it like that like are you just you feel like he's not in a good spot here you just feel he's like in, a, guys are in a better place
1: he's gonna he's in a good spot but there's so many options this week i don't want to double down on uh two lafc guys i haven't seen enough of them yet to to really have a good grip on it i mean they've had some good games but there's also some some variance and fluctuation that comes with that and uh, I don't know. I think Rosie is not quite the like put everything on the his shoulders game changer that Vela Martinez Elise have been. Um, I guess so far this year for Vela, but last year for Elise and Martinez. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, it's that's, that's a fair point about doubling down. I mean, yeah, you, you don't always want to get stuck with two players from the same team, just in case they do. Um, underperformed so and and in case one of them goes off and the other one doesn't it's like you're kind of selling yourself short by not having that other spot open for a guy like martinez who could go off for a hat trick or nick or whoever so that's that's a good point there
1: the the other thing is uh the galaxy were legitimately solid defensively last week like daniel staris made team of the week i think yeah and and jorgen Skelvik was perhaps better than him uh, so yeah, He
4: looks pretty good.
1: Right. Um, and Hilliard Arce, I think he had uh, some ups and downs, but he looked pretty promising. So, like I said, Michael Ciani was uh, addition by subtraction. So <laughs> He might be yeah, back, I'd... though.
4: And you got JD's favorite man bun, new man bun of the league, Rolf Fletcher out there on the right wing. <laughs> Felcher, yeah. Felcher, yeah.
1: Servando Carrasco came in and was looking okay. I mean, Perry Kitchen. So, I'd, if... If the galaxy truly focus on playing defense, I fit. Th- I would not want to double down on LAFC. I guess that's kind of my thinking. It just seems like an unnecessary risk when I can spread out, uh, spread out my risk on so many other good forwards. Right. Like I'm also not doubling down on Elise Minotis or Gutierrez Russell or Aguien Zardis, um, and they all have good matchups too. So.
4: Yeah, no, it's good stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely going to have to make that call and decide if I if I want a guy like Martinez instead of Rossi in there. Um, I, I feel like that's what it's going to come down to this week. Like, Elise and uh, Vela, I think, are in there. I don't know. I mean, if Ibrahimovic starts, like, I might actually go back and halfway consider it because you know that's going to be a pretty massive game if, if he's in against these guys. It
1: would be insanity if he starts. Like, the mls twitter would break they already are freaking out because like now they get to say the name's latin i've heard it (laughs) seven million times more than i've ever wanted to hear that name (laughs) in my life this week like everyone thinks they're cool pronouncing it um i don't know it's like they never heard of the guy before he came to mls come on it's a fun name to say
2: i guess so i'll give it to them all right. If anybody has any follow-up questions, you can find JD on Twitter at DFS MLS. Skyler is at DraftKicks. I am at RotoWire Andrew. Um, uh, we have a ton of MLS, uh, tools and stats on our site at rotowirecom slash soccer is available to all subscribers. If you are not a subscriber and like to try us out, you can go to rotowirecom slash soccer trial and get 10 free days to the site with no credit card required. Uh, so come join us and, uh, guys good luck this weekend and i'll talk to you next week
1: good luck everybody good luck guys
3: thank you for listening to the rotowire fantasy soccer podcast for more great content visit rotowire.com/soccer everyone is talking about magnesium it's all you hear about